this is a throwback episode, but we're just talking. Yeah, and it's probably it's probably better to just talk. Um, having a scripted show on this on this topic seems. I don't know. Kind of like those uh, corporate templates that are being used. We stand with our black audience. Yeah, it seems so lifeless. Yeah, and uh, like perfunctory, like performance. Yeah, sure, sure. It's it's like compulsory. Exactly. By these companies to put out their, you know their take on this (laughs) and it's 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 been like that's like a consistent trend throughout 2020 honestly oh it's it's, i know fabletics has emailed me to let me know what they're doing about covid every other day and now it's how much they love their black customers every other day and it's just the the capitalistic corporate responses all right well you know, <laughs> the world is on fire and people are suffering and, and people are hurt and feeling injustice. And yet we mm. really need to remind our customers that their fitness leggings love them. Um, yeah. And it's kind of interesting because in a sense, if they don't make a statement, people will ask, you haven't said anything. Where do you stand on this? For sure. But then you have the oversaturation of it where, sure, yeah. for example, on Tuesday or, yeah, it was, it was Blackout Tuesday, I think, where I saw some of the, the, the most of this, um, where every single company was using basically the same words. There was a brilliant template being passed around that was uh, very witty and basically just saying something to the effect of insert company stands with their black customers. Uh, we believe that find insert way to say all lives matter without saying all lives matter, you know, and it was, it's just, it's really so mm-hmm. formulaic and mm-hmm. it takes any emotion I might have had in response to it out knowing that you know whatever pr person recommended that they do that also recommended it to six other different companies yeah meanwhile though ben and jerry's i saw that silly post it was like every company with their generic (laughs) message and ben and jerry's is like man beep the police (laughs) we have to take down racial injustice our new ice cream is called beep the police it's got blueberries (laughs) just uh. (laughs) but that's that's very typical ben and jerry's and i love that Uh, but i i do appreciate certain companies that are like actually putting their money where their mouth is and and it's not some vague promise to stand by their you know their black audience customers whatever um Mm -hmm. they're actually saying hey we donated four million dollars thanks lego disney very quickly donating millions of dollars so that we forget that the ceo of marvel donated uh three hundred and sixty thousand dollars uh twice a year for the last like four years to donald trump's campaign Uh, oh no oh yeah oh yeah Oh, Disney's doing a whole lot of damage control for that one. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the ones that are actually trying to help and doing their best, I think, are the ones that are standing out amid a a sea of mediocrity. Sure. 
Sure. And and I mean, ultimately, though, even even just very safe statements are still necessary. I mean, almost everybody on Instagram has posted one thing, not almost everybody on Instagram, but like in my circle of people, somebody has posted one thing about this, be it a black square for Blackout Tuesday, be it a message on how to, you know, safely go to a protest, or, you know, or who just to donate advice to. on how to participate, who to donate to. Yeah, I mean, petitions all of to these sign. things are are one piece of a greater whole, right? And that kind of brings us to our our topic today where we we want to talk about the recommendation that keep keeps coming a lot up a lot, especially kind of in response to riots. Um Joe Biden, Killer Mike, Obama, a lot of people have said like you need to go out and vote, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the the kind of the alternative medicine to what ails us aside from, you know, the the action that everyone is taking. Um and it's I guess the 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 safe medicine. It's the it's the thing they can say that isn't a mistake. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely right. Really. Right. But yeah, it, it's completely right. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, for politicians like Obama and Biden, it's the statement that shows that, you know, they're for a peaceful change. And um, for Killer Mike, he's just right because he gave lots and lots of options to affect change. But mm-hmm. they kind yeah. of don't go into how you're supposed to do that. And and I don't yeah. mean going to the voting booth and voting because that's that's just aside from transportation or depending on your state's um, ID requirements, it's not a complicated process. But it's really figuring out how your local government is decided. You know, sure, and and it's really nice to tell people, yeah, go out and vote. That's your strongest power. When my ability to go do that is present, you know, and, and in some ways it's present because of privilege. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't deal with people trying to stop me from voting. But my ability to do that is absolutely limited by my literacy and understanding of how that system works. And I I, I am embarrassed but still going to admit that up until last week, I had very little knowledge of how like our local government functioned and how I could actually get in there and and make change and in doing the research and figuring out how to do this I realized that it's like purposefully difficult to navigate oh absolutely and I mean how much of our local government's processes are actually advertised by our local government I didn't know who my commissioner was until the BBC shared a clip of him uh, that went viral during the COVID-19 beginning of the policy changes, him losing mm-hmm. it on my mayor. And it's like, well, I should have known who, who he was. Clearly, he's advocating for me. But I had no idea who this man was. I didn't know what a commissioner truly, you know, 
did. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're referring to Amari Hardy. Who's a boss, and I suggest everyone look him up. Uh, he, I mean, we'll, we'll post the video in the linear notes. It's, it's, it was a couple months ago, and it was when it was when the city of commissioners and, you know, people in the county got together to talk about how they were going to respond to COVID. And Omari Hardy was very upset with the, uh, the perceived and present the city failures to action. Yeah, uh, among and, that, the the city still charging for utilities upon mm-hmm. widespread uh loss of jobs and um you know it, yeah and he, he's he's he you know and in, in one sense it is very funny that it took a another country's you know news channel for you to see your own city commissioner and know who it is i was literally right? like what <laughs> like worth beach what are you doing there <laughs> florida you're not allowed to be in the news what, what are you doing no, you're you're grounded stop it um mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> Yeah. But um, but I was made aware that, A, he's awesome, and I'm going to be following his career. But then it occurred to me, well, how many local politicians are advocating for me that I don't know about, that I want to support, whose careers maybe as a community we could push further? And then how many people aren't? How many people are kind of like who he was opposed to who aren't looking out for me and I should be more involved in the decision-making process. The other thing is how do you find out when they aren't? Yes, exactly. You know, and that that's kind of brings me to my biggest one. You know, when Killer Mike, uh, we'll lay in the clip so you can hear him talking. The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your partner to jail and you know it was bullshit. Put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that pulls marijuana through? Now is the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your own home. Beat up politicians you don't like. Vote a prosecutor out of office. Okay, so vote a, bro- vote a prosecutor out of office. So that's a great idea. Now you need to figure out when prosecutors are, you know, up for re-election. So you have to be able to navigate finding out that information. And then you have to hope to God, if you're trying to vote somebody out, that they're not running unopposed. Because more than half of prosecutors generally run unopposed. And the window to which you can actually vote somebody out of office is is so small. Sure. And you have Mm -hmm. to take that opportunity when it arises. But that means you have to know exactly when it arises. And you have to know how those prosecutors are, you know, working and, and, and who you want out and how and it's just it requires a level of keeping tabs. And, Mm. and, you know, being able to organize your community to vote a prosecutor out of, you know, out of office. When that opportunity, when that, you know, window arrives, it's literally like Luke Skywalker having to shoot that tiny little you know, target to take mm-hmm. down the Death Star. And Oh, sure. And that's how it is for so especially in like the judicial judicial branch. State attorneys and judges are notoriously hard to vote out of office. Um, um, I think how many of our judges are running unopposed this this year? Oh, three 
are 13 are three running are, unopposed. Yeah, 13 are running unopposed out of 16. So only three are actually, you know, running with opponents. And that's, you know, one thing aside, you know, judges aside, they're, they're an exceptionally hard group to, to really monitor the actions of. You want a judge that has the ability to engage in reforms that promote justice. You want them to exist to protect your liberties. Uh, maybe they limit fines and fees for low-income people. Uh, maybe they ensure that community support based support is available for people who need it and you know they have to act impartially but how do you know that they're actually doing their job most of us i mean most most of us hope to never meet a judge and so how do you ensure that they are doing the best for the community and one way you can do that is that the at least in Palm Beach County, the Bar Association does hold a judicial review every two years, and they evaluate the performance of judges, they being lawyers and attorneys who work with these judges. And from the website that evaluates them, it says, quote, the Palm Beach County Bar Association has a vital interest in re." Retaining on the bench judicial officers of the highest possible qualifications so that our courts may have the utmost confidence and respect of the public and the bar, end quote. And this data is available and can be used to inform the public about the quality of judges. Um, and I will be using this information when it comes time to vote. Oh, absolutely. Because you can see mm -hmm. um, when you look at it, it for our listeners' sake, it's kind of like a survey you would get at the end of a customer service call mm -hmm. where you're asked to rate performance of the judge based on uh, your experience as an attorney. And you give them a rate of either S for satisfactory, um, E for excellent, or N for needs improvement. And, mm -hmm. you know, a, a judge that maybe has more, most insatisfactory or pretty, you know, even across the bar doesn't really raise any alerts. But, you know, when you see judges who may have an overwhelmingly negative review rate or um, have overwhelmingly negative reviews in a certain section, like, you know, I don't know, impartiality. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, exactly. That should yeah. be raising uh, alarms. And um, yeah. I didn't even know this tool was available to us. And I think it's a fantastic tool. But these are the things that we have to know about so that we can make informed decisions about judges. Sure. And again, to, to quote Killer Mike, it's it's all about the plot, plan, strategize, organize method. You know, it's it's never ending. It's it's never ending and clearly when it comes to democracy, when it comes to voting, numbers matter. So you're not just plotting, planning, strategizing, and organizing yourself and one or two of your friends. If you want to change the culture, the political culture of your community, you have to be getting everyone in your neighborhood to mobilize this way. You know, you have to be sharing this information with everyone you know, with your community, with your coffee shop, your church, your, you know, like you have to be sure. talking about this with sure. everybody. Um, 
because it's it's not widely spread. And if you want to succeed the way Killer Mike is saying you should, it's just it's how you got to do it, you know? Sure. And I think, though, ultimately, the biggest issue still runs into like literacy in navigating the process. For sure. You know, it's 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 important to have just people don't have hours to sit and figure this out. No, they don't. And and especially when it comes to judges and prosecutors, um, you know, it, you run into legalese a little bit, especially even in mm-hmm. the survey where I had to look up what the context for that question might be. You mm-hmm. know, what would an attorney be considering when they rate that? And and the average person probably doesn't have the time to do that. Um, no, no. Although as a very considerable resource, save for save for the um, supervisor of elections, who also, by the way, you vote into office. Um, and I think ours is doing a pretty decent job at least making at least at like ensuring that the website is pretty easy to navigate. But another very important resource that is underused is your local newspaper. Yes, yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And not just regional, because I know that uh, even up here in Palm Beach County, a lot of people are getting their news primarily from like the Miami Herald. Well, that's not helping you. You know what I mean? You've got to be going for your local, local newspaper. And not just because that's where you're going to get this information, but because newspapers are dying out and we should be supporting our local journalists who are doing the work. But in a sense, though, <laughs> this is kind of where you will get the best information. Oh, it absolutely um, is. Our, ours is the Palm Beach Post. And the Palm Beach Post, before every election, will do a lot of the heavy lifting for you and go through each candidate and talk about what their interests are and what their what they're trying to achieve and they'll even do they'll even do not like say negative things but when one of the judges in the bar association uh review had a really bad review the palm beach post interviewed him and it's in the newspaper um so i mean that's another way that you can kind of get some light you know shed some light on the local politics in your area. In addition, the Palm Beach Post um, for the last few years has been doing a fantastic job at um, taking amendments that are being Mm -hmm. voted on. And um, we have this problem in Florida. I'm not sure how widespread it is, but the the hidden amendment problem where they'll combine two diametrically Mm -hmm. opposed issues into one um, amendment and it'll be like money for schools but also alligator skins and it's like what what do these have to do with each other you know yeah and uh the, the palm beach post does a really good job of translating some of the legalese some of the tricky aspects of how those amendments are written why they might be paired mm-hmm. together and um really doing a good job of of helping people vote for amendments in an intelligent informed way so uh mm-hmm. thank you palm beach post for that yeah, I've, I'm actually, I found them to be a really useful resource as I've been trying to compile my research on people running in the November elections. Um, something else I really wanted to bring up because it, it ties into the local government uh, research and it's it was Obama's qu- quote 
on on Instagram. He had posted a series of pictures, and I'm just going to read the quote real quickly. Um, He says, quote, the elected officials who matter most in reforming police departments and the criminal justice system work at the state and local levels. It's mayors and county executives that appoint most police chiefs and negotiate bargaining agreements with police unions. It's district attorneys and state attorneys that decide whether or not to investigate and ultimately charge those involved in police misconduct. In some places, police review boards with the power to monitor police conduct are elected as well. End quote. And to kind of unpack a couple of those um there's a lot going a on. A couple in that of those quote. points, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should start first with talking about mayors and county executives. And we we talked a little about city commissioners. Um, we had a city commissioner in 2015. Her name was Priscilla Taylor. She was trying to enact a police review board in Palm Beach County. Now she was not successful, and this has not been um this has not been achieved yet but there is a police review board in fort lauderdale and so it is something that does exist in the state of florida but that's something that is in the interest of the people and if we want a police review board we would be uh inclined to reach out to our city commissioner and ask them what they're going to do about it for the record my commissioner Mm -hmm. Hardy has already yeah. talked to Palm Beach County about it. Sure. <laughs> I'm very proud of him. He posted uh, some footage of him addressing the county issue this week. So it's very exciting. And I actually don't know if mine has. Mm-hmm. Um, and my city commissioner, Dave Kerner, he's in a very interesting position. Dave Kerner is the mayor and city commissioner of my He's the mayor of Palm Beach County and the city commissioner of my district. And he is in an interesting position where he has considerable influence and responsibility regarding the issue of police accountability. And and this is where really knowing who you're voting for kind of comes in handy. He was a police officer. So his... Uh, yeah, that, that makes it... It's very curious. You know, exactly. he's in a very unique position to navigate working with police unions, navigate, you know, uh, the institution of police review boards. But at the same time, I don't know what his opinion on those things is. Exactly. Is he maybe not inclined to do so? And that would be something I would have to actually email him and ask or look at his track record and find out. Mm -hmm. And Obama also mentioned um, state attorneys, and I do want to talk about our state attorney in particular. Um, our state attorney was the attorney who charged the officer Newman Raja with manslaughter by culpable negligence and attempted first-degree murder with a firearm in 2015 for the killing of Corey Jones. And um, because as a result of him um, charging that officer, he's now in uh, spending 25 years in prison. And that's, what, the first time in 30 years that an on-duty deputy has been prosecuted for murder in this county? Yeah, which is, you know, I don't know if that is by nature of chance or negligence. I don't know. 
But I do know that our state attorney has been in since 2012, I believe. Um, or maybe actually, maybe it was 2016 he was elected. But the point is, is that he brought those charges forward. And I... That's the energy we want in response to police violence and uh, deaths at the hands of the police. You want somebody who's going to hold them accountable. So it does make me more inclined to vote for him again, especially in response to these things. Um, Sure, yeah. There are, I think, six state attorneys that are up for re-election with opposition in the state of Florida this voting cycle. And those are the people you want to look into and see the way they have responded to acts of police violence. And so you see the kind of influence they have, especially over, you know, what we're trying to achieve and the changes we're trying to make. But you know, it's it's so frustrating because, you know, you want to vote out the bad eggs. You know, you want to get rid of these people and say, mm-hmm. no, let's let's put the right ones in, in place and let's make them do what we want, uh, what's best for our community. But when your opportunities to do so are so few and far between because they're running unopposed, it's it's enraging. Sure, sure. And not to mention, like... Running unopposed is one thing, but also as a community member, like the ability to buy into elections can also be cost prohibitive. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, What, $6,000 to run for commissioner? Sure. City commissioner, it's $6,000, you know, and so. And that's just getting on the ballot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's not even you know <laughs> counting how many flyers and and uh, lo- yard signs you're gonna have to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it it is frustrating because to see the community change we want to see, you do have to start at the local level. But it is it is tough to start at the local level and and actually see things happen and. I think maybe that may be one of the reasons, you know, we're so drawn to um, visual activism, right? Where we're posting things on social media and we're disseminating information that way because it's, it's much easier to do that. And it's important to do that, let me say. But it is easier to do that. And we're drawn to go to protests because... It's easier to show up somewhere and show how you feel. Voting, I think, is one of the more difficult but necessary methods of activism because, one, it's purposefully difficult, right? Um, Yeah, there are people trying to make it hard, especially for marginalized communities. Exactly. And then you run into issues of like, okay, if voting day is this day and you can't get there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Or you can't find out information about the candidates because, you know, you can't afford to subscribe to a newspaper or you can't afford the Internet. Or uh, your state won't do mail-in ballots or early voting Mm -hmm. or, you know, any of those things that help people who maybe work two jobs or work uh, shifts that are difficult to, you know, go and vote with. Um, there, are, there are physical, there are economic, there are political barriers to keep you from actually voting on top of you just not knowing who is running. Uh, yeah. 
and what any of the information means. But I, I think something you and I were talking about is just building that community motivation. Sure. And, and especially Mm -hmm. right now, you know, we have unemployment rates that haven't been seen in this country since the Great Depression. Um, people are angry about police violence, um, angry about the deaths of George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, and Breonna Taylor. They are angry about the inaction uh, for the the pandemic um, and and its response and and the checks that you know half the population still hasn't gotten. So people have that energy. People want to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think community organizers, this is the time to shine. This is the time when you talk to your neighbors and and bring up these options of what you can do. And also, you know, showing up to a protest is extraordinarily important. Uh, you make an incredible statement and um, and it's necessary. But showing up to city council meetings is just mm. as much of a of an important action as showing up to a protest. Um, it sure, is an act yeah. of protest. If your city council is voting for something that you and your community is opposed to, they need to protest at the city council meeting. You know, you mm. need to be sitting in. They need to feel your eyes on them because they thrive off of your apathy. They get away with what they want when you don't care, when you don't see exactly. it, when you are uninformed. And exactly, this is the time when, unfortunately, a lot of us have time on our hands. A lot of us mm-hmm. uh, have the time to really look into it and to show up uh, virtually yeah. in a lot of cases. Um, I know the city of Los Angeles just had a very tumultuous uh, city council meeting where citizens <laughs> could... Uh, get in on that Zoom call. They could have their time mm. that they would be entitled to at a physical meeting, but through a Zoom call. So those options are still available to you. And yeah, uh, yeah. But I think the point the point you just make the you just made. Excuse me. The powers that be will always take the path of least resistance. And unless you are fighting for your own rights, they aren't going to come. Yeah, and uh, and no one is going to make it easy for us to make these changes we want made in terms of policing, in terms of you know e- equality for uh, Black Americans and 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 many other minorities. These changes are not going to happen unless we demand it, and it's going to have to be all of us. And because the black community has been trying for a very very long time, and mm-hmm. uh, we all need to show up, and we need to show our politicians that the path of least resistance is doing it, is making this change. That's what they need to do is just go with it because otherwise we'll just keep showing up and being loud (laughs) either in the voting booth or in the city council meeting or in the town square. Um, so thank you as always for listening. This was this was a really informative show. I mean, Tabby Tabby has always been much more informed about politics than myself. But together, I think we've still really learned a lot about you know 
local elections. Well, and it's certainly been a weakness of mine. I think I've focused a little too much on uh, global politics and national politics at the expense of my own community mm-hmm. politics. Yeah. And and something we're working on together with our with our friend and coworker Rachel Reed is just a series of documents that go through who's running a little brief description about like what their focus is and um any questions of integrity are also pointed out as well so that like our friends and community members can more easily navigate the local voting system and it's time consuming but um I think if you can split something like this up amongst several people, um, it's it's a boon to your community, um, mm-hmm. and I think it can only help. Sure. So if you have the time, if you have the time, please do it. Yeah, and if you're one of our Palm Beach County folks, just DM us, and we'll you know we'll let you in on our information. And um, in the meantime. Stay safe. There is stay safe. Stay safe. There is still a pandemic happening, um, and so wear a yeah. mask. Wash your hands. Yeah. Document Just, everything. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. Be well. We'll talk to you next week or the week after. We're still here. And- <laughs> We're still here. And uh, until then, though, bye. Bye.